This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. Well, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Frank here with Susie Sockets in studio. Uh, we've got another great week of Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys joining us, man. Every week it's our show, man. And, and a lot of you got on the podcast and you're, I, I think we shook you up. I think we shook you up last week because Susie, we, we told the peoples, hey, we need some reviews and show. On the singing? Uh, well, no. Or what? We probably shook them up we, on the singing, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. That was different. I know. You can catch that. Carvana, we were singing for you, maniacs. <laughs> but every week we give you uh, an incredible, uh, well, we try. I like to use the word incredible. We try to connect you with some amazing topics and guests. And, of course, you can catch us on WrenchNation.tv uh, and, of course, WrenchNation Facebook. This week, I, I figured, you know, we got a journey, Susie. Let me ask you something, Susie. Go, Frank. Did you play with Hot Wheels when you were younger? Who didn't? Oh, you were Hot Wheels. Oh, you were, yeah. So I was you a were, tomboy. Some people, I don't know. My, I asked my wife this question, and she was like, well, no. Really? Well, I, I started with Barbies, and then I, I kind of went to the Hot Wheels thing. How do you go from Barbies to Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels was just more exciting. You play with the boys when you're yeah, younger? Yeah, I did, and it was more fun that way. Yeah. Well, I have something fun for us today. Really? I have a surprise for you today, actually. Uh, this show's all full of surprises. Is this what it's gift, all about? Frank? Well, rock on. I, I like it. I need Do a gift. Do you want your gifts? No, not right now. Oh. we got to tell the people or else they're going to leave. Okay. They're going to say, what the hey are they talking about? This week, people, today, no matter where you're catching the show, whether it's live, whether it's on KFNX on Saturday, we love you, maniacs, or the upload on Sunday, we have got Larry Wood, the father, legendary designer of Hot Wheels. I mean, he is responsible for all, many of us. I got It's like therapy for me. It was a little bit of music for me and my Hot Wheels that saved me as a kid, honestly. I'm just telling you. Susie, you played with them, you know. I actually did it on the track. You know, remember those tracks that I'm you could put them in? And, and we would it. improvise. Yeah. Those tracks, like when we were growing up, those tracks, they were, they were not the, the cheapest things. We were, things were tight. So we would make our own tracks. Yeah, I, I believe it. Because I used to make them out of cardboard boxes with the little hills, or not hills, but ramps and everything. And yeah. Then, yeah. I had fun. I know you did. So you got a surprise before we dive into some tech tips and some news. Now, be careful. Is this living? Is this no, thing it's living? No, it's not alive. It's not breathing, but you, it is smaller than a uh, bread box. I know, but you got one of those bags, those like Indian Mumbai bags, like <laughs> snake bags. All right, but show it's me. not the bag. It's the content. Oh. Look at this, Frank. Oh, snap. Oh, my gosh. Oh, come Tell on. Tell the listeners what you just received, Frank. Wow. All right. Well, this will add to the collection, of man. Of course. These are gorgeous. Uh, Hot Wheels collections. We got we to gotta tap Mr. Larry Wood. And, of course, Ken Vela uh, is going to be hanging with us, too. You got me a, a collectible Hot Wheels situations going on yeah, here. Yeah, a little five-pack, so two. You got ten cars in there, Frank. Ten? Man. I did the math. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to give you that. You hold on to one. Each one of these uh, Hot Wheels, uh, we got the Night Burners, and what does yours say? This one is the uh, si no Sandbuster. Sandbuster collection. Sandblaster. Sandblaster. Uh, Sandblaster. Look, come on, it's we got to read. It's the HW Hot Trucks. All right, this has got Nissan 350Z, the Mitsubishi Lancer, the 85 uh, CRX. You know, Hot Wheels that just take you all over the place with designs. 
that was a journey right there. You could take those cars everywhere and just have fun, Frank. When I say this was a part of my youth, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Many of you listening, come on, you can agree. Still, many of you take a little lunch break, you get a little Hot Wheels action. <laughs> it's all good. We could come to peace. And, and it's amazing, 50 if anniversary 50 years solid we are going to talk to ken vela a little bit later on in the show ken is really tied in in that southern california culture wicked customs he's got a wicked porsche we've talked a little bit about it that's involved in the hot wheels national tour so we got an exciting show uh larry wood's going to join us the father of hot wheels legendary designer we're going to pick his brain about how did he start all this madness and why didn't he go traditional design you know at a at a manufacturer like a ford or a gm we're gonna tap into that but first we gotta we got some tech tech tips not the news i want to bring this out because this is uh sort of newsy and a lot of you driving this mini cooper out there the countrymen uh mini coopers are great you guys are passionate we get you in the garage uh all the time and there is a loyal following with the mini cooper but just be aware just past week there is a plate that was not installed from the factory that kind of hangs out by the fuel pump and what's the worst thing that can happen to you uh when you get into an accident other than getting into an accident with a car how about a fire how about igniting ignite we don't want Mm -hmm. explosions so just know that mini cooper has released uh, a statement it is a recall Uh, You can call the mini dealer, give them the VIN, and see if your vehicle qualifies for that. They essentially are going to install that plate around, that protective plate around the fuel pump towards the rear of the vehicle. Is it a mini plate? Well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's going to be a big daddy plate. It's got to keep things uh, squared away. We went on, I mean, come on, having a fire is not good. Um, Also, uh, we are going to cover some news for you guys. Uh, here shortly but i wanted to ask you Susie. we we try to share with the folks every week what's happening in a real active garage and what touched you this week or maybe got you upset or just you know what what's going on in your world in the garage you know frank it's uh is a is a garage we we have our own problems that could go wrong so let's talk about some compressors in oh, our shop i heard about that yeah so we've we've had some uh some guys come out and check it out and so the compressor the shop air just so you guys know i mean every shop like we don't have those little pancake compressors that you have in your driveway we have these big daddy bel air compressors in fact we have two of them and what you're talking about is this week we kind of caught off guard yes compressors not working Yes, so we've got to fix it just like a car. But I I think what we did there, and I think this will be a challenge question for you guys on Ranch Nation Facebook, all you shop owners and perhaps, you know, you may have a weekend garage that you work out of. The compressor, you'll get caught with your shorts down every single time if you don't maintain it. Right. And we didn't maintain it. All right, so Uber, everybody knows about Uber. Y'all take Uber, Lyft, for sure. What could happen to you if you took an Uber? You may not be prepared. Let's say you're in a rush. That Uber's there in like two minutes. Susie, they get there quick. You're painting the picture, aren't you? Yes, I am. For the scenario. Because this is, this is, to me, I think it's newsworthy. Okay, so I called an Uber. I'm waiting for it. Right. What happens? You're late for work, let's say. Okay. Or a flight. So when you're late for stuff, what do you do? You forget stuff. Well, there is a company that will enable you to actually call them They'll meet you at the point of Uber pickup and bring you all kinds of stuff, snacks, toiletries. I'm telling you, this was just released. According to CNBC, they said the startup aims to fully 
stock these boxes of snacks and other items, and this will allow users to purchase these items during the course of their trip. Okay, so when I've ever left without something, it's usually like a hairdryer or that's I don't shampoo. know if they're going to pack hairdryers. What are you talking about then, Frank? Well, we're talking like snacks. That's it? So snackies? Uber drivers will have a separate auxiliary kind of thing where oh, you have snacks. Really? And dr- like they'll already give you water and stuff. That's cool. That's like in-flight service. But if you're needy, like a hairdryer, <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying you probably need a hairdryer. I do. Uh, drivers will actually make a dollar per purchase and pocket up to 25% of these items. So they're, you know, they got a little wholesale gig going on. They have a little storefront inside their car. They sure do, don't mm-hmm. they? Now think about it. I mean, you, there's stuff that you forget or need. You're going on a first date. I need gum. I don't have gum. What else can you think of? Gum is important. Well, you know what? But I'm thinking, if is there perishables in there too or what? I, I mean, don't know if they're going to get sophisticated yeah. with a refrigerator or anything like that, but... I don't know. I, can I would. If I was an Uber driver, mm-hmm. I'd have everything in there. I would, too. Yeah. To, to Yeah, to have everything that you might need. I would make some beef jerky, though, Frank. They're calling these cargo. You would. You're good with beef jerky. Thank I know. You. Cargo boxes is what they're oh, calling. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, I mean, the idea is coming from the airline industry. Yeah, like in-flight Like beverage. TWA, Frontier Airlines, they're not cooking the food. They sublet all that stuff out. Yeah, they do. So, this company is trying to go on that, that method. They want to pack these little snack boxes. That is interesting. Are they using a pilot right now? I Well, that's a pilot program. Mm-hmm. They're going to try it. Where would you try something like this? Probably in... Uh, L.A. Yeah, not, <laughs> not in colonial weather like Arizona. You're not going to Iowa to try out this program. You want to <laughs> you you get all types, makes, models of people and test it. And I see say New they, York. I say New York. And New York could LA, be, yeah. but Yellow Cab, with the Yellow Cab folks, Yeah, I'm sure they're doing. Actually, Yellow Cab folks, no. They just get in, get out. You don't even know them folks. That's true, huh? I mean, seriously. That's true. I mean, true. it's a stigma, but... There's no relationship is, there. That's it. So I want you guys to stick around. We have Larry Wood from Hot Wheels, the legendary designer, uh, behind some of those amazing cars that you grew up with. And, of course, we've got Ken Vela uh, from Wicked Customs, of course, MC Ken Vela. Uh, You guys stay tuned. We've got the Hot Wheels edition coming up next. Friends of Wrench Nation include Parts Authority Superstores, nationwide parts and labor warranty programs, same-day delivery service and trained problem-solving professionals, warehouse-sized inventories that carry AC Delco, alternators, starters, fuel pumps. Check them out on Facebook, Parts Authority, and, of course, PartsAuthority.com. Now, 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back. Susie Sockets and uh, Frank hanging with you guys every week. We appreciate you. Out distancing all three of those big three Three. manufacturers. Big three. I'm going to go with big three. Selling cars. A little twist. Over three billion cars sold. And as a major influence of us growing up, young or old, to this day, my kids hang with Hot Wheels. We got the legendary designer, Larry Wood. What is happening, Larry? Welcome to the show. Hey, great to be on. It's uh, good to see you. And you. If you don't get that protective thing for your Mini, you'll have a Hot Wheel there. You will. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You'll be flaming all kinds of stuff. It's amazing yeah. the way that article was set up was uh, that it was just forgotten. I think it's more than just forgotten in the design. Uh, Larry, you've been around, man. I mean, 
uh, close to 50 years as a designer of Hot Wheels. Yeah, started uh, the second year of Hot Wheels. They started in 68. I started in 69. And uh, I was just looking for a job, you know, and then somebody, I somehow came across this job and I uh, thought, you know, I'll draw toy cars for a couple of years so I could find a real job. And I'm still there 49 years later. Well, Susie, I mean, wow. like, we know that with your history, you could have easily gotten into the arena of designing real cars. That first year of Hot Wheels, tell me what that was like for you, because that was a big transition, I imagine, for you. Well, I had uh, officially come from Ford. I was a designer back in Detroit, and uh, the weather got it got to me, so I came to California. You know, almost with I had a job, but I just kept looking for another job. And I heard about this one through a friend, and I went in and interviewed. He just happened to be one of he wanted to do space stuff. This was a space time, you know. Right. He wanted to do space stuff. He wasn't a car nut, so I said, "Yeah, I'll I'll draw cars." And the weirdest thing for me was when you work in Detroit. They weren't in a hurry. You'd work on grills and door handles for weeks on end and overtime, and you'd do all this stuff. And I walk in, and they said, okay, we need a car in three days. I go, geez, a whole car in three days? How am I supposed to do this? And, of course, that's one thing I'm fast, so uh, no problem, and I've been doing it ever since. Well, that's flow. I mean, people don't realize that that door handle they use every day, that was like a six-month ordeal. It was It was arduous. That's what you're speaking on. Yeah, exactly. I didn't go to Detroit to do door handles, but you know, you had to you had to earn your keep. You had to oh, earn yeah. door handles and work your way up. And I was just a kid for two years working there, and I got to do some really neat stuff. But it wasn't you know wasn't challenging like I was hoping to do. And I never thought I'd actually be designing toy cars, but you never know in life. You know, you just go out there and find out. Isn't that what makes it special? You you think not a situation, and the next thing you know, you're almost 50 years later. Susie, you had mentioned uh, off air about the bone shaker. The picture of this bone shaker with the skull and bones, that was one of my favorite cars growing up. That, in fact, Larry, I'm just going to tell you straight, that saved me a little bit because I grew up in the inner city. We didn't have much, and Hot Wheels weren't an expensive thing to do. I mean, you could buy them, you could collect them, you became them. When you were creating these designs, did you feel that, that you would affect more than just having a car in somebody's hands? Well, one thing about Hot Wheels, you, you can do, you know, the old 442, you can copy Detroit, you can do this or the other thing. And then you go the other direction, do cars that are completely nuts. And I'm kind of a hot rodder, so I was kind of in between. I could go either way, but I, my favorite was doing hot rods and customs. So I started drawing a hot rod, a T, uh, you know, bucket hot rod and then i said oh why don't we do this and we do that and i actually threw away the sketch of the bone shaker i was thinking i had seen some skulls wow. in a motorcycle magazine or something you know and i'm sitting there at work and drawn away and i kind of threw the thing away and then i brought it back out and I, I reached in my trash and i pulled it back out and it was all wrinkled and everything i said you know maybe there's something more to this and i got the skull on the front of it and oh this is starting to work and of course half the problem with a uh, hot wheel is you have to make it affordable you know it's still a dollar after 50 years and uh and putting the pieces together, and I I had actually had the top open so you could look inside and see the seats and the gas tank and the shift lever and the steering wheel. I wanted to make it real detailed, other than just the skull. So yeah, it was a it was a project, and it, you know you never know when you do something if anybody's going to care about it. That's so cool, Larry. So we um, 
when I was watching a YouTube video of you, I was uh, watching a video where you were uh, describing on how it how you create it. So you actually start with sketches. Is that right? You you sketch oh, yeah. paper In or fact, I, pencil? I've always sketched cars ever since I was a teenager. And sometimes I sit in front of the television, you know, kind of a blank look on my face watching TV or something. And I'm sketching, you know, in front of me just drawing stuff. And every once in a while, like I say, you get a you get an idea and you kind of put it down and then you say, where can I go from this? And it, it may take a while. And, and sometimes you, you know, you push it off and say, not this year, maybe next year. So you never know what you're going to be working on in the next couple of days. Right. And it, you said something like it takes about a year to actually come up with the design yeah, or what? Yeah, your idea to the time it's on the shelf, it takes about a year. Uh, you have to make all the models. And you have to, with, with the new uh, computers now, it's completely different from the old days. We used to hand make all the models and approve them and everything. Now you look at the computer and you can turn it and take a look at it and they, then they they have a SLA machine that actually makes the real part so you know what the exact size is going to be you're not guessing what it's going to be like if you do a big pattern and stuff so completely different much faster and uh, but still pretty much a year until it comes out that's neat many artists uh, seem to have a ritual that takes them to a space and gets them in that design mode many listening now are artists musicians is there a ritual for you Larry that you go to a certain place that uh, gets you in that mode. Well, not really for me. It's kind of that's what I am. That's kind of what I do. I like I said, I do it on the off hours, and and I just it, it doesn't really make any difference to me when I walk in and sit down. It's not like turning on a light bulb. I've been, you know, been thinking. I got sketches. I got a couple magazines. I maybe I'm looking at or something. So to me, it it didn't really. You know, driving in on my car in the morning, sometimes you'd get an idea. So it w- it wasn't like on and off. You, and then when, again, you had to make the car, you had to do the engineering drawings and make it into the real car, too. So that took, you know, another month of your time. And then you'd go off to the next one. You'd probably be working on one or two, maybe even three at the same time. That original design for the bone shaker, you crumbled that up, you threw it in the trash. Is that still around? Is that for auction? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's on my wall. There you go. I decided I'd really keep that one. Yeah. We're talking with Larry Wood of uh, Hot Wheels, legendary designer, responsible for all those amazing cars and muscle cars and the wild and crazy like the bone shaker. Um, Is it true? I I don't want to say this is like internet lore, but did you put your actual phone number on one of the design of Hot Wheel cars that went to the public? Well, I thought I'd be smart enough and put my name on the side and phone number, so almost like a business card. I said, you know what, I could hand these things out when I went to a car show or something, and I, you know, if somebody wanted to, to talk to me someday, I'd say, here's my, my home phone number. And the only trouble is I forgot we made millions of those things. That Was and, was that uh, the Ramblin' Wrecker? Is that The correct? Ramblin' Wrecker. Oh, yeah, my and, goodness. I don't know if there was a TV show recently, uh, last year, where they actually built me a full-size Ramblin' Wrecker, which was kind of fun. So yeah. that was neat, too. Did they put the but original the, phone number? Did your phone number on that one? No, no. My <laughs> wife said if I do that, she'd kill me. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, nowadays, that would seem, you know, with the way we can kind of hide electronically. You know, if you go back to a time of just phone, I mean, that was... We didn't have social media back in the day. Yeah, and and I, again, I never thought about it until Christmas Eve. I got a phone number from some little kid was playing with his uh, presents a little early, and he called me, and I said, oh, "Do your parents know you're up?" You know. <laughs> oh, how cute! <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, oh, I'm in trouble." You know, I said, "Well, you better put your hide your toy back till your parents get up with you." And then the phone started ringing after that. Now, remember, I didn't put an area code on this thing, so it was going all around the United States. Wow. And we actually got phone calls from people like there was one guy, uh, he was a minister in uh, 
Chicago, and he finally called us and says, you got re- got to get rid of this phone number. I'm getting all sorts of calls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But my favorite story is one guy called me, and he says, I'm checking out my wife. Uh, this phone is, you know, she's calling this number all the time. I said, do you oh. have an eight-year-old kid? He says, yeah. And I says, well, that's what's going on. Oh, my God. That was back in the day when we actually read our phone bills. Now they're so yeah. complicated. <laughs> Somebody called. Somebody yeah. called this number a couple times. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there was more to the art and design. I mean, as as kids growing up, and he's, even as adults today with what we do with Hot Wheels and the Hot Wheels fame, like the national tour, we're going to get to Ken Vela in a little bit talking about that. There was a lot of science and technology, if you will, behind the structure of these vehicles. Like, I, I thought there was a period in my life, Larry, where I said, I'm going to work to break this car during, I mean, come on, let's face it. Many of you got your, not your highly collectibles, that didn't come out. But when you were racing and you were having fun with, the, like you said, Susie, with all these different, you know, tracks. roadward yeah. designs and tracks, we were trying to break it. I mean, I was. So tell me about those wheels. Were they designed in a certain way? The bearings for those wheels, they weren't just Well, in the very, very beginning, it had, they had um, nylon bearings and you could pull the wheel off not the bearing, that. and so you snap it back on. Later on, we got rid of that because of cost reasons and everything else. We finally figured out everything was the w- good the way they could be made. So, yeah, the wheel technology changed through the years, and uh, there were tests. You know, we had to – it had to be hit with a weight, and it had to be stepped on by – you, you had to make it seven-year-old Frank prepared and, <laughs> exactly. and six-year-old exactly. Susie ready. So, Larry Wood, hang on with us. Uh, we're going to continue the conversation. Uh, Larry Wood with uh, Hot Wheels. And, of course, Ken Vela is going to join us from Wicked Customs, uh, MC Ken Vela. You guys stay tuned. We'll be back. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. This is Wrench Nation. My RPMs are like going up and down, and my car is like going back and forth. What is what is that? This is the Macarena. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation. This is Ranch Nation. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Well, all right, welcome back. Ranch Nation, Frank here, and of course, uh, Miss Susie Sockets, uh, we definitely have fond memories of hanging out with Hot Wheels. Larry Wood is hanging with us. He's created some of the most well-known and unique Hot Wheels designs you grew up with. That 49 Merc, uh, the Boyd Coddington collector set. And, of course, uh, Larry, we just talked about that rambling wrecker. Uh, you're not putting phone numbers in any cars uh, recently, that's for sure, yeah? <laughs> no, I've uh, I've been told I better not do that again. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep, uh, what do they say, Susie? Happy wife is a happy, happy life. Yeah, yeah wise choice. Well, yeah. Yeah, like I say, that, you know, we're up to three or four million cars a week now. So that, that is know, incredible. That's, that's a lot of phone numbers out there. A lot of folks would believe that the youngsters are just not hip to cars like they used to. And, of course, I'm saying otherwise. I'm sure you are. You had just mentioned the sales of Hot Wheels. That is like phenomenal. What is it? What is the testament to that? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I always thought that you know, like you said, the cars, car thing is 
dropping off fairly fast. But young kids, you know, they're, they're not, they don't care about electric cars. They always care about zoom, zoom, how fast can the car go and what's it look like? You know, so they're buying like crazy. And I think Hot Wheels is uh, the best it's ever been this year. So you, you can't, you never know, but we'll just keep working at it. And Larry, I want to ask you a question. You you mentioned that they're under a dollar. You're right. When I went to the store to get Frank's gifts, they were 99 cents each. How is that? How long has it been a buck? The 1968 cars were around a dollar then. And you're right. You can find a sale with around a dollar now. So name another product that's the same thing for 50 years. And it has a lot to do with the designing and making the the part. You know, a a little bit of automation and, and the right... Uh, people that put it together and the engineering of how it goes together. And every year they come up with something else that's going to make it a little more efficient. But you can imagine a, an assembly line with 3 million cars a week. I mean, even I can't. I, mean, when they, I heard when they drop a car, they don't even bend over to pick it up. they got to keep rolling and somebody comes along and sweeps them up. Yeah, well, I know Elon Musk is listening and they may have had some production <laughs> issues. I'm saying you call the Hot Wheels folks there, Mr. Elon. Yeah, we'll take care of it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's bring in uh, Mr. Ken Vela out of Wicked Customs. MC Ken Vella, welcome to the show, partner. Good afternoon. So happy to be here. How's everybody doing? Good. I mean, let's get right to it. You've Hot Wheels has got this tour. 14 Walmart locations across the country. They have said yeah. if you have an authentic, original, garage-spirited ride, you can enter. And can I understand one of your builds is in the Hot Wheels running. Tell us about that. Well, it's the, the Wicked 356, that number 13 car. Um, actually, we saw Larry there. It was on April 28th at the Los Angeles Mattel location. And um, they actually picked, uh, picked the winner for that. It was a really cool rat rod. But, yes, most definitely, uh, my car was in the running. Uh, they were looking for unique vehicles um, with the garage spirit, um, you know, that kind of that grass root type thing. And, um, you know, the, the people that are really interested in, in doing what they do and, they're very passionate about what they do, and you know, obviously it's with, with cars. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that if, if somebody really wanted to get in there and they didn't have sort of the, the, the premise of it's got – what stood out to me was garage spirit is what I'm, t- I'm right. saying. Larry can. Exactly. You know, because if, if I was loaded, I'd just say, hey, build it. I want to win. And somehow <laughs> that's going to happen. And, and that's what struck me as pretty incredible to the culture of Hot Wheels. Like even with technology that's moving and – you know, the ability right. to produce millions of cars a week, the core culture of Hot Wheels fame hasn't changed. Larry, that's over the years hasn't changed. No, and again, in this judging, uh, you're right. The guy can show up with a Lamborghini, and sure, he wins the performance uh, part of the show, but when you say, uh, you know, how'd you get it? And he, uh, I just bought it. The guy next to him's got a rat rod that he built with his own hands. Still cool, you know. That rat rod had dually rear tires, had a diesel motor. I mean, that thing was really neat looking. So you kind of go with a guy, you know, that's what Hot Wheels is. You're going to be playing with this Hot Wheel, and, you you know, you feel it's yours. And so that was the whole idea of the judging, to make it uh, more fun and more the person that actually worked on their car. Right. Uh, Ken, tell us about this mm-hmm. wicked Porsche. Give us some mechanical details. Well, she's uh, based on a 1960 uh, or 56 um style it's um actually uh 625 horsepower it's got a uh a 914 uh four-cylinder uh air-cooled uh, upright shroud with a uh nitrous injection uh as well as a small block chevy rods and a porsche which is a little crazy 
Um, it's got a 911 five-speed uh, nine-point roll cage. Uh, it's it's set up for the track, and it's 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 a blast. It's it's got electric uh, deck lid that uh, raises and closes um, on on uh, remote as well, like the newer style Porsches. When you're on the freeway, that you see the little tail kick up on that. So it's uh, it's it's a wicked little beast, uh, a little signature number 13 car. I try to make it period correct. What would they have done back in the 50s when things were handmade, hand cut, fabricated, uh, even even all the way down to the gumballs were hand painted, and you can see the the uh, the unevenness and the brush strokes in 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 it. Uh, and it's just uh, I wanted to build something that looked very old, but yet was was in newer technology, and have fun with a uh, promotional vehicle uh, for things like Hot Wheels and. Uh, it's currently in the um, the Murphy Auto Museum in, in uh, since uh, November. It's it's been on display, and, and and I love the fact that people are really enjoying that. And that's what it's all about to to, to open up and inspire the car people. Uh, you'd mentioned earlier you talked about the grassroots uh, as far as uh, car building and and the average Joe, so to speak, building cars. You know, what I found out, and I started out the same way. I was in a small garage in a small town in Indiana, and I thought you had to have the best of everything, the best garage, the best tools in order to make it uh, to do anything, uh, even to compete. Um, but I've learned that that's not true. Uh, some of the coolest rides come out of these backwood garages or small towns that are just unbelievable. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm happy to, to spread the word and let these guys know that it's not all about the money as far as building cars. It's that passion. It's that it's that drive that anything special can come out if you just make the effort and, and take the time and do it. It is possible. And, and, and I love the fact that Hot Wheels is, is promoting that. That is so important because you're right. Anybody can just lay down some cash and build and have something built crazy. That's not what it's all about. And it's so 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 neat to to, to be involved uh, with with the group and uh, be able to do this. Yeah, no doubt. In fact, we had Brother JD from Ranch Wars uh, out of Venice. Uh, he was on the show, and one of the things he talked about it's it's the backyard situation. Uh, we can all agree. Like we're watching nothing against SEMA. We love SEMA. There's some incredible mm-hmm. talent going on. But as just a layman, maybe someone that just wants to do a weekend project with their son or their daughter, we're looking mm-hmm. at these rides. You know, with a lot of these shows, and we're like, "Oh snap! That's a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand. Never gonna get that done." And mm-hmm. I love the spirit, as you said, Ken. That that Hot Wheels is really keeping it real and raw. It's attainable. It's approachable. Do you in your backyard? And I think that's gonna also help drive the youngsters. Like they're they're already somewhat intimidated because of technology. Mm-hmm. Let's just face it. And if they can go back to a time where, you know, it is scrapping out a little sheet metal, ball pin, maybe we're going to make this, you know, Ford big block fit a certain way. We'll have to modify. Larry, did you see the success as Hot Wheels started to evolve more from the wild and wacky designs or was it more conservative like perhaps the 68 camaro that a lot of us well it, it it's been everything uh you know again that's what makes hot wheels interesting is you can get a you know a brand new camaro or you can get a 442 holes or you can get a, a handmade you know crazy car 
And through the years, about the only thing that I remember once was when the gas crisis hit. The marketing people said, "Oh, we got to do gas gas crisis cars." Oh, wait a oh, minute! Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. So oh. you know what I did? I I put a blown uh, motor in a Pino, and I uh, I did an AMX. Oh, no. uh, yeah, that's the way to go, Larry. So you know, I I said, "Sure, I'll do them," and you know, that was the that was the end of that. And we tried it for one year, and I, they were very successful, even though they weren't gas mileage that's cars. That's awesome. But that you know, that's the kind of stuff that, that you know that you would get information uh, input as you were going through the years but all in all basically they basically let us do the crazy stuff we wanted to do all right so Susie, i'm thinking uh if, if larry larry you've been out of hot wheels for a few years but if they approached you with a smart car would you make that sucker fat low oh actually that'd be kind of fun wouldn't it think about it. hanging out the back Wait, so they have to approach you to make it first? Well, how's that I process mean, yeah, working? That... Yeah, like how do you know what car to make? Well, here in, in the old days, I only had to do six or eight cars a year and then different colors, and I did all the sets. I was there for 20 years so just by myself. And then after that, it grew, obviously, and there's wow. like 35 people there now. But um, now what you do is you put a whole wall of big boards up with – you know, 10 cars that are classics, 10 cars that are Japanese, 10 cars that are race cars, 10 cars that are uh, this. And so you just fill those slots. And back in the day, you just kind of picked a crazy, let's do this or let's do that. Or there was a certain car you wanted to do that year. So, it's you know, it's changed like everything else. Well, speaking of change, I, I bring this up often, not only from, from my industry friends, but a lot of car enthusiasts across the country. Um, do you see motorsports, and specifically as it relates to design, we went from this NHRA NASCAR, which is popular now, but now we've got the drift scene. You ask these youngsters about John Forrest, eh, maybe, and I say that respectfully, John Forrest Racing, you guys rock, but drifting is coming about. Ken, do you want to take a stab at that? Is that something in design that we're putting out more? We paying attention to that more because of that? segue into well, I, drifting I, yeah i think it's i mean it's just it's another uh, another niche that it's it's it's, it's just a great another way of, of opening up the car culture um i mean we couldn't even, i mean we were we've been drifting for for many years we just didn't call it that we it's didn't just, like we've been raving for many years yeah. but we didn't back in the 70s it wasn't a rave yeah. <laughs> it's just somebody bought a keg and we all got together <laughs> So, I mean, you, you got guys out there like Ken Block. I mean, with his uh, yes. monster thousand horsepower uh, four-wheel drive, uh, you know, uh, Mustang, you know, doing some outrageous, crazy things. It, it's it like ballet happens. on the roadway. I mean, it's some of the things. Yeah, they... it's just another way of opening up, um, you know, the, the, the genre. I mean, it's just it's, it's just fantastic. Of, um, you know, and even segueing into uh, you remember in the car culture, and Larry, I know you remember too, in the car shows where you weren't allowed unless. You had uh, a solid paint job, and everything was pretty much perfect. If you had primer on your car, they wouldn't let you in, and that that let out a lot of a lot of people that could not get into these shows. And I was I was embracing the the rat rods that came in, that it didn't have to be perfect. Things didn't match. It was it was rough. It was tough. It was mean, um, and that again opened up a, a whole another world of this whole car culture and, and affordability. Yeah. No doubt, and I'm glad it's evolved that way with the great spirits like yourself, Ken, mm -hmm. and Larry Wood. Larry, I want to thank you for hanging. Ken, you're going to stick around. Larry, tell the people where they can sure. find you. You've got a garage in uh, Orange County. I'm in uh, no. Long Beach. Long I just, Beach, uh, okay. Just, yeah, just messing with my cars here. I'm building a couple of woodies and 
I got a couple of hot rods and stuff. It's just something to get up in the morning and think how you're going to do something, you know, hang, bang on a sheet, piece of sheet metal or weld something. So, yeah, it's just something to get you up rolling. I still go to the Hot Wheel events. I'll be at the uh, convention coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, and, it, you know, it's that's crazy when you see almost 2,000 people in a hotel with rooms full of cars. They even take the beds out sometime and just lay all the cars on the floor. Hey, Larry, is, it's the, crazy. Uh, is the Hot Wheels trailer done? Which one I, was that? On, on YouTube, I saw a Hot Wheels trailer that you were working on. Oh, my vintage trailer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I actually, you, that was an old one. I've already sent it back east. It's, it's gone. I'm not working on the next one. All right. Well, you know what? It never leaves your blood or spirit. Larry Wood, I appreciate you hanging. We're going to meet up someday soon, and I appreciate you spending the time, and more importantly, giving us a wunderbar of a childhood with some great Hot Wheels cars. You rock, brother. Yeah, well, anytime you're uh, heading towards L.A., just get the Larry's Towing Service and give me a call. Will do. Thank you. Ken Vela, stick around. We'll be uh, hey, up next. We're going to dive in more to the uh, bones of the national tour that takes place and tell you how you can enter your ride. Stay tuned next. You are tuned into Wrench Nation. Well, all right. Welcome back. If you're catching this on the replay on the podcast, every Sunday we upload. If you cut bits and pieces, uh, we appreciate you hanging uh, Hot Wheels edition. We're talking about those cars that really kept a lot of us uh, out of trouble. I'm, I mean, I kept me out of trouble. This but is some, a fun show. It is a fun yeah. show. I mean, you can't go wrong with Hot Wheels. And to think that with technology and 3D printing and uh, controlled area networks that we've talked about on the show, 100 million lines of code on this F-150 that's out on the street now. Here you are. Hot Wheels is still alive and kicking. Speaking of alive and kicking, we got Mr. Ken Vella out of Wicked Customs. MC Ken Vella, what is happening, Bubba? Well, Frank, you know, um, next time you come out here, we got we have to go to Larry's garage. It's L, L. Woods' garage, and I'm telling you, it is fantastic. It's unbelievable to see the some of the original castings, some of the original renderings that that uh, this this genius has has put together. Is and that's amazing. what you got to say, Ken. I mean, that's genius. I mean, he said, if I understood correctly, he said he was the only guy at one point until they you know started teaming up. And I, I want to say, uh, Ken, that. Mr. Larry Wood was responsible for the flight pattern of Hot Wheels because if we go back in time to Mattel having Barbie, yeah. that was a successful brand. Larry is not taking a whole lot of credit. That was the trajectory. He was the man for that. Right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was a de designer that was maybe not the greatest or not like in their mind about yeah. creativity? Mm -hmm. And I say that because you have manufacturer designers, and they're mm -hmm. all creative folks for sure. But there's a different, like there's timelines involved. And it sounded like Larry got, he made it seem like, oh, yeah, I threw that one in the garbage. Oh, I pulled it out. Oh, that was the bone crusher. <laughs> <laughs> so I absolutely will definitely, uh, Susie and I both, um, we're due for yeah. a trip out to Southern California that definitely pit stop. Maybe we'll take some some cameras. Uh, tell us a little bit more. Um, we have folks listening that have projects in their backyard. They're probably getting ready to finish up, and they're they're saying, you know what? I think I think I can do this. Tell mm -hmm. us about how folks can enter into one of these uh, Hot Wheels uh, events. Well, actually, you just go on to to their site, um, Hot Wheels um, Mattel .com, um, and it comes up with the Legends Tour, and it gives you. Um, the whole rundown as far as how to register, what the voting, uh, what they're looking at, the registration. So you just go on and have the official rules as well. And all of the 15 locations that are coming up, and it looks like they're coming up on September 8th, they're going to be at um, in Florida. 
uh, Miami. Yeah. And uh, and then they're going to be back in Los Angeles October 20th. So, I don't know, maybe if you're in the neighborhood, um, you may want to stop out here in October. And maybe hit that one. I could bring out the speedster once again and maybe Man, put that I, in there. I, I'm going dark. We got, uh, I got an industry event. Uh, we're speaking, I'm, I'm speaking the next few weeks. Uh-huh. And then I'll, I'll be quite <laughs> frank with you. My wife said, we, we're leaving. I got to go like dark with my wife or else I'm dark into the doghouse. I got to take a break. But I will tell you, sometime in mid to latter part of October, Susie Sockets, we got to get out and see uh, Mr. Ken Vela and, of course, yes, many out there. Fireball Tim. Yeah, we Ball do. Tim. We get you out to the um, let's see the Murphy Museum. Uh, check out their rides um, and the vintage trailers. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That whole thing is is just uh, coming alive. It's unbelievable. Uh, there's a vintage trailer event coming up. Uh, this this actually this this coming weekend, uh, Flying Flags um, Resort, and it's all about the vintage trailers now. It's such a subculture. It's unbelievable. So yeah, I'm that's popped out. I've that. seen that all over and. Uh, we're mm-hmm. talking with Ken Vela, uh, Wicked Customs. Uh, Ken Vela, MC Ken Vela, doing uh, many events out in Southern California and throughout the country. Mm-hmm. You've got a spirited drive behind design and fabrication, and you've been doing this, uh, gosh, late 70s. One thing that I noticed when we first met, mm-hmm. you give out a Hot Wheels. Like, you gave me a Hot Wheels, and I was like, this is cool. Like, I haven't been to a car show where they, the man is giving Susie Hot Wheels out. I mean, and it's not because, well, I'm endorsing Hot Wheels. It's because that's in your blood. Do you see the next generation getting as excited as we did when we were kids? Yeah, I think it's just it's, it's a different a different touch. I mean, when we do the events um, at the Automobile Driving Museum on, on the Hot Wheels, they see the life-size events or life-size uh, uh, Hot Wheels. Um, it's it's neat to see the kids without without their uh, Androids and iPods and all that stuff. They're actually playing with the cars and and uh, you know the, just tactile. It's just so so interesting to see that in, in an age of electronics. Um, I think you know a lot of that is is will stay and, and evolve with the new designs coming up. And they're just. Uh, you know, when you're little, a little kid, if you remember, the time goes by so fast on just the, any little thing that you're just amazed by. And it's just, I think that will definitely, definitely continue. It's just neat to see that. Um, you know, and then looking at 99 cents a piece, that, that's insane. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That yeah. was, Susie, I mean, you like, know? not many things. Um, when we do the uh, the car shows out in uh, Malibu with Fireball, uh, Tim, it, it's, you know, handing out these, uh, these, these um, Hot Wheels cars. It's amazing to see the the looks on, on everyone's face because it's just it's an automatic, uh, almost like a time portal. That as soon as you get this thing, you, you just remember your first one. You remember all. You the do, you and I and I will speak from my experience, uh, Ken. I, I've got to say, mm-hmm. when you look, Hot Wheels is incredible. But when you gave me a Hot Wheels car, I did not expect that, and I uh-huh. did go to this sort of visceral place as a kid man it was a rector it was a rector sets and hot wheels man come on yeah i mean so it's really cool that you do that i mean you spent a lot of time designing some pretty incredible builds of you've got your name stamped on some really talented pieces of art that you've created and on the movement because we got a lot of youngsters that listen to this show up and coming Mm -hmm. mechanics and technicians you're keeping that door open and and i think that more than anything for uh, our industry, whether you're building cars or whether you're fixing cars, designing them, we got to mm-hmm. keep an open door. Like our garage, Susie, we do, like people say, why are you doing the Boy Scout automotive 
maintenance badge like what does that have to do with your business it's like i don't really care anything to do with my business i feel like i'm painted <laughs> forward plus those archery instructors we got to give them some competition yeah that's what i'm saying yeah now ken did you really give frank a uh, hot wheels yeah yeah one yeah oh he was he well i gave him 10 today. oh competition and you gotta take care you know take care of the, the man you know well, we, we all take care of each other. We're family, but she got us the uh, right. the uh, we got HW. You got the hot trucks, and then of course the, the night uh, burners. Night burners, which actually so did Larry Wood create these. I don't think did I, he design I these? I think he made. We'd have to research that. I will tell you what he influenced every single one of Absolutely. these cars, um, oh, yeah. for sure. Because yeah. some of these, just so you know, is a 350Z. You know the Mitsubishi Lancer. So either way, it's cool looking cars. And what I like about these cars is like they don't go somewhere up and dry out somewhere and get dust and all this you pl i'm playing with these when I, i'm playing with my daughter natalie we're playing tonight that's what i'm talking about yeah we have a hot wheel night every week i love that hot, hot, hot wheel, wheel night. night and pizza <laughs> whatever you know get off of netflix yeah. and you said something and you and i kind of go back and forth with this and we have fun with it like at the various events we do and mm -hmm. it's really taking these kids out of a digital face plant and getting yeah. them into the engine bay face plant. Uh, I don't believe that's going away. And I'm not saying this because we're in the business. We see it day right. in and day out. Doesn't that inspire you, Ken? Most definitely. It's really neat to see, you know, some of the young kids that are, are grasping on to, to this older technology. That, you know, what, what's going to happen when the, the next set uh, comes along and, and, and nobody knows how to work on these basic cars. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're up with the electronics and being able to, you know, you're basically running a computer. You know, everything has com uh, computer modules and, you know, plugins and codes and all kinds of different things. Now, go back to, you know, what's the basic startup of a, you know, a small block Chevy, you know. What Firing the, order, you know, things like that. And I would just add, yeah. like, I see a lot of, a lot of cool tools out there, but don't forget. Mm -hmm. That lonely timing light, people. How many of you actually pick up a yeah. timing light? You remember those days? <laughs> yeah. I was just using one from the 70s just, uh, what, just the other day. I mean, that was a pretty big product. tool in our toolbox. <laughs> like, you, we compete, like, you had the best-looking timing light, whether it be Snap-on Mac or Matco. <laughs> I, you know, like I, a ray gun. A ray, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Rock On, tell the people where they can find you. What gigs do you have coming up? Well, coming up, we've got, uh, let's see, the uh, at the Automobile Driving Museum, we've got the Hot Wheels event, uh, Hot Wheels Garage, and that will be on uh, October 7th, and um, that's that's for the kids, it's for all ages, uh, balloon artists, face painting, the Hot Wheel tracks out there, and, and, and good times. So if you're in the El Segundo area, stop by the, uh, the museums, come by and say hi, and uh, you know, you'll get a, you'll get a free Hot Wheels again. Um, we're doing that. We've got working with the Toastmasters International, putting on a uh, symposium coming up on October 23rd. We've got the um, the Gallo event coming up also for drag. And I'm so glad to see that you're so involved. With the we're show. making a connection. That's drag racing against gangs and graffiti people. Yeah. You've got to check them out. Ken, yeah. what I'm going to do, um, because yeah. you're doing some incredible things out there, we're going to post that up on Facebook. And I'm going to tag oh. you listening. You've got to check out Ken Vela. Not only is he an amazing individual, but he's truly passionate. And uh, like I said, man, you bring car people together. We could rule the world. Let's do it. <laughs> Rock on. Ken Vela, Wicked Customs, MC Ken Vela. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you, brother. 
Okay, Susie, Frank, awesome. Thanks, Ken. Rock on. So, a great show, uh, Hot Wheels. Beautiful you show. can't like, you know, I, I'm gonna. I think we we're gonna go to Larry Wood's place garage. We need to, Frank. We need to. I want you guys to stick around uh, for next week's show. Uh, we're working on this, man. We've got an ex-con. He was in prison. He turned his life around, and now he's saving other cons, giving them an opportunity by learning a trade in the automotive industry. we got Larry Witherspoon out of Atlanta Training Center. We're going to bring him on the show, dive into that. It's going to be really cool. As I say, you know, every week, man, you guys need to get on to iTunes. Give us show topic ideas. Check out Wrench Nation Facebook. Without you, we couldn't do this show, and we are really grateful. As I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.